Welcome to WOW Kingdom Conversations. Today, we're having a conversation on reclaiming. I was I thinking, as I was thinking about this podcast this morning, I started thinking about we get so worried about theft in our lives. We protect everything that we have. We have insurance policies, alarm systems. Even this past weekend, we went away and my dad, he's got a camera on his uh on every inch of the outside of our house. And even if the if a strong wind blows, it triggers a notification right to his phone and we'll see a video clip of what's going on around our house. But just like there's theft in the natural realm, there's also theft in the spiritual realm. And we should be just or even more concerned about that theft. It says in Ephesians 1.3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Every spiritual blessing he has already given us. My question is, do you feel like that you have every spiritual blessing? If the answer is no. You let someone or something take it. Who it does not belong to. For some, it might have been your joy, your peace. Some, it might've been opportunities. Some it may have lost a relationship. The scariest might be your purpose. You're just here. Before purpose, I was alive without living, truly living. This message today is about reclaiming what is rightfully yours. The enemy cannot take what you cannot take, but you forfeit it. It's not his to take. Today, we have Betty Warden Frisbee on with us with a word on reclaiming. Betty is a treasure in the body of Christ, a mentor of mine, and I'm thrilled to have her on the podcast today. Welcome, Aunt Betty. Hi, Sarah. Sarah, it's so glad to see you. This word has been burning in my spirit for over a year. It was approximately this week, a year ago, that I had the opportunity through Harvest Family Network to be in a fire and glory conference where I heard missionary Robbie Dawkins, who had just come back from Afghanistan, speak on this message. Mm -hmm. And he named it Reclaiming. And the timing of my life was nothing short of God's perfect timing for me to hear this message. Um, he based the scripture, his message on the scripture, and I had never heard it this way. And so I've gotten Robbie Dawkins' permission to use his message today as part of this podcast. He gave the scripture, I'm going to read it first from the King James, Romans eleven twenty nine, for the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. And that's the King James Version. But he said it this way. And it has changed my life and my perspective. The gifts and callings, the blessings, the riches, the inheritances of God given to us and to our family line are without repentance. God never revokes them. Amen. He never takes them back. He never says, whoops, I made a mistake with that one. Mm -hmm. Or that family no longer merits 
my gifts or callings. Those are lies straight out of the pits of hell. And they have bound generations and they've bound our generation. You know, in my Christian walk, uh, going on approximately 38 years now, um, I've been walking with the Lord and walking with the Holy Spirit. And anybody that knows me knows I have a busy mind. And so I have to study. I constantly study. God has taught me to discipline myself by study. And he usually points me to the thing he wants me to study. And so I have been an avid student of the word of God. And so, but somehow prior to this week in June in 2021, I had heard this scripture, the gifts and callings of God are without repentance in Romans eleven twenty nine. I had heard it something like this. Well, I messed up. So I guess, you know, God may have called me to preach. God may have called me to teach. He may have called me to be Christian theater. He may have called me to do a podcast or to be a news reporter, but I messed it up. And therefore I, I lost the opportunity. And I truly interpreted that scripture for the gifts and callings of God are without repentance as I, you've missed the mark so bad now that those things will never be fulfilled in the kingdom because you messed it up. Mm-hmm. And that is the way I interpreted the scripture. And Robbie Dawkins broke it down this way. The gifts and callings, the mantles, the anointing, the riches in the kingdom of God given to you, to your ancestors, and to your children. God has never rescinded them. Mm. He's never taken them back. And so he told a story. And I'm going to retell the story he told. He walked into a village in Afghanistan wearing a T-shirt that says, Jesus is God. And it was a town that had been taken by the Taliban. And it was a Taliban stronghold. But there was an unbelievably powerful underground church there. And he told a story about being arrested and being put in a shipping container, like would be on the back of a tractor trailer truck as a prison cell. And it was a very, very cold temperature and he would have died. They had put him in there to die. And so he was preparing himself for this. Um, when when he, a knock came on the door and, uh, and he was released and a man said to him, there is a man, a very important man that wants to meet you. And so he was taken to this man and this man told this story and, and collaborated what Robbie Dawkins knew. There had been a vibrant Christian church in this village in Afghanistan for over 20 years and with a minister and his wife. But there came a day when the Taliban had taken back control of this town in Afghanistan and Um, They had sent word that you have until this date to close this church or we are sending our military to close it. Mm -hmm. 
And so the man, having been doing the work of God in this village in Afghanistan for 20 years, he prepared tables and tables of food. And when the military showed up that day, they were greeted with this feast that were prepared, that this minister had prepared for them. Now, Robbie Dawkins called the name of the ministry, but I don't recall it at this point in time. But one of the young military men who showed up that day had never seen anyone react like this minister had done. He had prepared this food for his very enemies that were there to shut the church down. And they ate this feast and the church was closed and eventually was demolished to rubble. Mm. And so fast forward to Robbie Dawkins has now been let free and he's taken to meet this man, this powerful man that has gotten him out of this prison. And this man was one of the young guards that had been there that day. And that guard accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior because he's so puzzled over the man's demeanor, his attitude, and his actions. Wow. And he was the head of the most powerful underground church in Afghanistan. And Robbie Dawkins said when he met him and he told him who he was and he told him the story about the tables of food prepared, he said, he said to the man, I want you to take me to that place where the church was. And Robbie Dawkins said he took him to there and it was rubble. And he said he knelt down and he picked up a handful of dirt. And he said, God, I'm reclaiming this work for you. Mm. And he picked up the mantle that had been discarded. It had been discarded, not by the man's choice, but that call of God to that village and to mm -hmm. that work and to that mm -hmm. ministry and to that country was reclaimed by Robbie Dawkins that day. Coincidentally, a week later, we had the troop withdrawal from Afghanistan. And so Robbie Dawkins went back into Afghanistan and with many, many other ministers, they got a lot, a lot of people out of Afghanistan and the rest you all know from the news. Yeah. But the gifts and callings, the blessings, the anointings of God that were given have never been rescinded. Mm -mm. And so for me in my personal life, I spent so much time breaking off curses breaking generational curses, you know, weeding out anything the enemy. And I really was overkill with it. Um, I was a, com a compulsive repenter for everything. I took on the mantle of like Daniel and praying for my generations and praying mm -hmm. back and praying, you know, praying off things, hoping to be that repairer of the breach and the restorer of paths to dwell in for my family going forward. And so at the same time, I'm sitting in Hampton Roads listening to Robbie Dawkins preach this message. Unbeknownst to me, my son and my nephew had gotten access 
to a a trunk of treasure that was from five generations before these two in my family line that my father had tried to get and could not get. My father, my aunts, also his sisters, my aunt uh, Teresa McDaniel, my aunt Betty Sparrow, my, uh, they all tried to get the trunk that held the family photographs from our family. For my dad went to Lynchburg, Virginia about, oh, no less than 30 times in the past 30, the last 30 years of his life to get his cousin to let him have what was my father's grandfather's family photographs. And she would not allow them. And, um, and my son, Michael, had a, a cousin who knew the address, had seen an advertisement for an estate sale of the house that the Wharton family had. You still there? I'd gotten a call. Yes, continue. Okay. We're here. Um, and so they had uh, lived in that to my grandfather, Charlie's. My great-grandfather, Charlie's, had bought the house in Lynchburg, Virginia. And these, this trunk had been in the attic of that house for at least, untouched, a hundred years. Wow. A oh hundred years. <laughs> and a cousin had seen the advertisement in the newspaper of the address of the house. She had gone over with her grandmother, which was my father's sister, and to the house. Again, them trying to build relationship and look at the old family photographs to no avail. And she had texted my son about the property. He had looked it up online, found the estate, the company doing the estate auction, got a hold of dad's cousin's granddaughter who lived in Ohio and she gave him permission to go in that house and take anything he wanted out of it. And family stories that have been told to us of generations about a buggy whip and my grandfather getting beat with a buggy whip for getting caught smoking and things like that really came alive because in the bottom of one of these trunks was the famous buggy whip. And so my son knew when he went and, and it was unusual because he had gone over on a Friday and he had gone over on a Saturday. Now, I was unaware of this because I'm in Hampton Roads. But then on Sunday, when I came back to Chester, Virginia, where I live right, right outside of Richmond, he, I talked to him on the phone. He said, Mom, you won't believe this, but I've gotten great-grandfather's trunks. And he told me the story of how he got them and how he got permission to go in and get them. But the third night, he had a dream. And there were lots, many, many old family photographs. Sunday night, he had a dream and he dreamed that he was walking through the attic and that he found even older photographs. But he said, mom, the dream was so real. He said, I had to go back over there one more time. And he drove back to Lynchburg without my nephew, Seth. And he went into the attic and exactly where he saw in the dream were the oldest photographs of all. They have those photographs have since been taken to the Smithsonian's photographer and photograph restoration team.
And they have said they are some of the oldest photographs taken on the North American continent of oh our family. And that was all happening at the same time. So we're talking about reclaiming. Yeah. Reclaiming. What was what my dad's generation could not get, what my generation could not get, my son was able to go over mm. and get. Yeah. And not only get, but could have it have had it all. She told me, I don't care what you take out of that house. But it drove home the principle to me in the natural. Yeah. And the natural of the gifts and the callings, the inheritance, the mm. riches intended from almighty God, our heavenly father, who has loved us with an everlasting love throughout all generations. Those gifts and callings and riches and inheritance and photographs and buggy whips are laid up for us. Mm -hmm. Whether they were lost through sin, stolen, discarded, or a lack of an ability to know how to handle them. Yeah. They're still there waiting in the spirit for us to reclaim them. For us to reclaim them, to go before Almighty God and say, I am now going to accept the blessings mm -hmm. that you intended for our generations, for my family line, for my ministry, for what you have ordained for us. And I'll pick it up and I'll carry it to the glory of God and for the advancement of God's kingdom in the earth. And, and this principle, Sarah, yes. has come alive for me in the year since we've had miraculous blessings um, things that looked impossible. And I'm not going to go into the details, but just things that you could not imagine. As I have meditated and eaten that word with that perspective shift of Lord, they're still there. They're waiting for us to reclaim them. Yes. Amen. I love that it was a trunk. I all I think of the treasure, the treasure chest, how he's laid treasure up in earthen vessels. And when we first talked on the phone this morning, um, you said the word also unclaimed. Mm -hmm. Yes, there's things we need to reclaim and there's things laying there that have never been claimed. Sarah, not long ago, I was over in Maryland. I was at Chaptico Market, which has an amazing story behind it in um, Southern Maryland, but they have make a, a, a ham there called stuffed ham. Mm -hmm. And it's native only to Southern Maryland. And it's worth the 15 mile drive to go and get it because it truly changes the ham sandwich. So I was in the Chaptico market and I reached down, you know how the newspapers will be there and there'll be like, you know, Maryland events you know, and people were advertising them, but it'll tell you all the upcoming things going on. And I thought that's what I was grabbing. Mm -hmm. I reached down and grabbed it. I was, I was going out the door and I got in the truck with my husband and I looked at it and the headline said $83 million of unclaimed inheritance. Wow. And it was about 
60 pages of names and dollar amounts of monies that have gone unclaimed. And I've kept that newspaper. When he comes home, it's still in his truck behind the seat. I told him not to throw it away. I'm going to take a picture of it and I'll post it on my social media. Yeah. Um, about this $83 million of unclaimed inheritance. And they've actually done the work now and listed it by name, you know. And so there's these pages and pages of names of property and money left in bank accounts. Wow. That have gone unclaimed. Mm. So that has driven home this principle Mm -hmm. of reclaiming our inheritance. That's right. Ephesians tells us we have been given an inheritance with the saints in light. Yeah. So as we have grown in our Christian walk and as we grow in our Christian walk, we do, we repent for things. Mm -hmm. We see patterns in our family generation and we are determined these things are not going to continue. And we have a tendency to only look at that side of this beautiful coin. On the other side of the coin is the blessings, the gifts, the callings the anointings that God has ordained before the foundation of the world for this time in our history. Yeah. Let us reclaim God's gifts and callings. Mm. Yes. Among our people. We're a special people. Mm -hmm. The kingdom of God, the body of Christ, the church is a special generation for the times we're living in. Yeah. Let us reclaim it. Let's yes. reclaim it. That is so good. I love how I feel like you release this word over each one Ooh. of the listeners that is um, taking this in today. And we need to start releasing words over our families, over our people, over our churches, over our country. The beginning of 2022, I released a word over my family and I said, this is going to be the year of knock our socks off. And Ooh. I started speaking life. And this year so far, I'm only halfway through, we We've, we've experienced supernatural healing for my father. We have experienced prosperity in a way that we've never experienced before. And I know it's because I released the word has to go first. And yeah. then we started worshiping and praising. And that's what brings rains it down. Start speaking life over your children, life over our family. I don't care what papa or grandpapa did start start speaking things over them into existence that'll break it off it, yeah. that will not continue no more we are breaking off those generational curses and i love that this word that you released over our listeners today it was powerful it i i want to tell you right now it was for me <laughs> i know everyone else will be blessed too but i know it was for for me today um our hope and our prayers that encourages and empowers every listener to take back what is rightfully yours in the kingdom of god until we meet again we love you jesus loves you and do not forget the kingdom belongs to you thank you so much aunt betty for joining us thank you sarah Thank you so much for having me. Love you. Pray this word blesses.
every hearer, every hearer. Amen.